line not the zero right yeah you're good sweet i'll edit this part out or maybe i won't don't edit it out man they gotta they want to see how the sausage is made rain city jerks reporting i'm ann dewey <laughs> i'm uh smoked smoked <laughs> fucking a right man you ever drink any smoked teas i've had some you ever had uh what do they call it poo air I've never had poo air, no. Right? That sounds like what comes out of your butt after you drink the tea. Yeah. But no, it's this red Chinese smoked tea. Hmm. The tea itself is red and Chinese, and it is also drank by the red Chinese. Right. That's how they became the red Chinese. Yeah. Because they were soaked in the blood of the white Chinese. Uh, I like smoke hither and thither. I'm not a big smoke guy. Yeah. Uh, I had some smoked beer in in germany it came in a cool bottle and like a cool glass and stuff because they have different yeah. glasses for like everything and of course uh was it good no i didn't like it that's nah, too bad it was it was like a liter too you know what i mean oh, it was stuck like with it yeah it was like a big one and it was just like and they come back around and they're like yeah don't you like <laughs> it and you're like oh really good yeah it was some sort of bach maybe okay i think it was some sort of bach I'm not sure. They just they named him Bach because that's a goat, and yeah. like they're just strong, strong yeah, like, a, like goat. a goat. Yeah, but I think it might have been a smoked Bach, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It was not. It's not for me. S- smoking liquids, like it seems like you can get really strong. It was. It yeah. was. It was just like too strong. Like a meat stands up to it, but a liquid, like yeah, I don't even blows like blows it out. I like a little smoke flavor on my meat. If I'm eating a barbecue, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. If I'm if I'm getting if I'm getting barbecue ribs, it yeah. better have a smoke ring on the meat. Yeah, it got You better have a smoke ring. But I also don't want to just like taste nothing but smoke. Yeah, very. It's like a rock paper scissors. Yeah, I'm very meat light. Smoke. Very light on the smoke. Smoke beats paper. Yeah, and then you get in all the different types of wood that exist sure. for the different flavors and Cherry. stuff. Cherry, Cherry, apple, hickory, alder. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Ply, ply. That's Plywood a good one. Wood smoked. Uh, pressure treated. That's my favorite. Balsa. My dad used to cook hot dogs on pressure treated wood he stole from construction sites. Mm. And you know, uh, tastes like nostalgia. It tastes amazing. Like I don't. They say you're not supposed to burn pressurized wood, but I think they don't know what they're talking about because it tastes so good. Yeah, they just want to keep all of that pressurized wood for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the billionaires live forever is consuming the most preservatives. It preserves them. Bingo. Did you? I sent you that link, right? Where Which one? Uh, an ex-lover is... Uh, she works at a company now that is making maybe the, I think they're like the only company to be sanctioned to make private space pods mm. for the ISS and an ex lover of yours. Yeah. Huh? No, and I don't think you sent me this. She, 
Yeah, she doesn't. She does payroll for them. Okay, she's just in the machine, but she like doesn't really not the space machine. Yeah, the... she just doesn't. She also doesn't really know what the company does, but she was digging around on their LinkedIn. Yeah, and came across this. Th- I don't know how LinkedIn works, but she came across a thing on LinkedIn, basically saying that the company is interested in. So like they produce the their their job is producing like privatized space pods for the ISS. And so, and then she looked at the LinkedIn and they had a thing on there that was saying that they're interested in humans in space long term yeah. and like what that looks like and having sex in space. Sure. So they're making fuck pods for the ISS. And let's be real. Jeffrey Epstein is on a space station right now putting together some sort of habitation yeah. ring full of 12 year olds. International laws don't apply in the space station. Yeah. Yeah. You can fuck. You can fuck anything. You up can there. fuck an alien up there. Yeah. You can fuck a twelve-year-old. You can fuck an alien twelve-year-old, which is actually fully grown by their sure cosmology. But that's so it's fine. It. I mean, of course, people are trying to fuck in space. Like, of course, they are. Do you think they make different pods for like people who want to fuck, and then like a separate pod for incels? Maybe are, are those outfitted differently? Yeah, that one just has like. A glory hole, but it's they a, loaded up with porn. Yeah, it's just a glory hole pod. The Goon Pod Two Thousand. But I mean, they're for futuristic. The bi- I feel needs. like the billionaires, not even the billionaire, but just like you know, the upper, the 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 bloated dragons of our society are very openly, I think, telling us they're leaving this planet, and. We're just like, wow, can you believe it? They're building fuck pods for the ISS. Like, and yet there's like two privatized space corporations now. And they're building fuck pods for space. Like, yeah, I tell your brother when my ship comes in, I'm going to get me one of them fuck pods with full VR headset, fuck pod simulation. Going to get me, going to get me a fucking Chinese fuck doll, you know. <laughs> Unregulated unregulated it's got it's got chemicals known to cause cancer in the state of california but fuck them commies <laughs> getting out of here united states of space california do you think the future of ai do you think making child porn with ai is moralistically wrong and would you look at it so there's kind of like two schools of thought on this one is like the zero tolerance where anyone who has those proclivities just gets a bullet. Yeah. Which is brutal but understandable. Correct. And then the other one is like, okay, well, it's kind of not a choice. It's kind of an affliction. And if we can give them like child fuck dolls and, and simulated child porn. It might make less child, more child. Yeah, it'll, it, it'll curb right. the instinct. Like kind of, you know, with uh, the, the safe use drug laws where it's like, oh, let's just give them heroin and methadone to kind of scratch the itch and then maybe they can function in society better. If they take this, the, if they take the fake child, do you think that they have to remain highly monitored or do they free range it? I mean, they could put monitoring software in the child fuck doll. To see how often they're jizzing in there? Well, you know, just to keep an eye on them. Yeah. You know, see if they bring any real children in or... 
Oh, I see. Yeah. Especially like once, a nanny cam. Basically. Especially once they get the robotics, you know, a, yeah. a, a step or two up from where we are. Sure, sure. When they're like. I mean, the surveillance is no problem. They're already right, doing that. Right. But right. Yeah. Give it a state issued 12 year old, what, eight year old fuck bot. Yeah. And then it's also spying on you constantly and reporting on you. I mean. The elites are already doing this, though. I don't like the word elite, but what do you what do you prefer? The the lizard men, the bloated dragons. Sure, uh, the, yeah, same thing. Uh, uh, the, the, the the monetary hoarders, the Epstein's Island uh, Rolodex. Yeah, the guest book from Epstein's Island. Yeah, the flight log. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're already doing all of these things, and whether it's just like some. But they're doing it real. They're not. They don't got the. Or do you think they have advanced robotic children? No, no. They're they're doing it real. But mm. then, if you know, you extrapolate down to like the average working class Joe pedophile. Uh, he's probably just doing it on like a worse level. Sure. You know, he well, he's yeah. doing it, but he doesn't have the resources to do it. Yeah. So he's working off of like the one terabyte hard drive of child porn that he bought, you know, in 2014 and hoping no one ever finds it. Right. Uh, and just like waiting to take his chance with his niece someday. Ugh, gross. Gross. Yeah, super gross. Uh, no, I, I'm much more of like the bullet solution uh-huh. kind of guy. Like, uh, I don't know. I look at societies like Singapore or like you do you hear what they're doing in El Salvador now where they're just like rounding up all the MS-13 members and putting them in jail. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, in El Salvador they have a new president who's just like okay, well we know that oh, these Oh, I might have people- seen a video of that. Yeah. Well, and it's like to get into MS-13 you have to rape and murder. Oh, really? So you kind of know those guys have got a rap sheet. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, the beast needs blood, so LOL. And so they're like, all right, well, we're not going to tolerate this anymore. So, I mean, I guess some of them can leave. But yeah, they just, they're pretty easy to identify. Yeah. They're but yeah, like in, in Singapore, a lot of, you know, Asian states, they have corporal punishment. Yeah. And like, if you have weed, you're going to jail for life. Right. And I don't necessarily agree with it being that draconian, uh, but they also have no crime. Well,. I mean, yeah, they do. But uh, the, you could – it's safe. Like they might have like graft You don't think and white you, collar You think crime. it's safe? Like I mean I actually have no idea. But like you think just like <clears throat> it's safe for women to walk around at night by themselves in the dark? Like, yeah. Think yeah, so? It, it absolutely is. It's, it's proven. Like you can leave a laptop unattended for hours – like five hours and come back and it'll still be there. Because the punishment, if you get caught, is, yes, is so they, severe. It's so severe. They beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And like the democratic experiment that's been done in the United States where, you know, and I guess the West where it's like, hey, you know, let's all aspire to be the best humans we possibly can and pass laws that kind of reflect that. Uh, that works on certain people, but you have to be like bought into that system. But for people who like can't conceptually idealize that kind of a system, you know, corporal punishment, it, it works. 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they're afraid of. So, I don't know. I guess I don't know, but I feel like there's still got to be crime. I bet the cops are corrupt. So corruption and, and like, street crime like are you different could, things. Like, you could probably, you know, murder somebody, and then the cops show up, and then you're like, hey, here's $500 or whatever. Nah, not in Singapore, man. No? In China, yes. Singapore, no. Hmm. Like... Singapore and like Sri Lanka, a lot of the uh, like the Muslim uh, Asian state, Muslim Southeast Asian states, you know, they're the ones where it's like super safe, but then they will kill you if you break the law. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a, you know, many different ways to run a society. Yeah. I don't know if. I don't know which one is right. I was just down by where your mic is. I was just down in Ballard. Oh, yeah. It's ruthless. By the U-Haul station down there. And uh, we're at the U-Haul station, rather. Brutal down there. Oh, yeah. It's a war zone. Oh, there is. It was actually very peaceful, but it still looked terrible. It's its own country of encampments. Yeah. And fucking RVs. A lot of RVs. That's RV City, man. RV City with generators. They, yeah. they got generators. Oh, yeah. On, uh, I think it's 3rd Avenue Northwest. Uh, yeah, just blocks and blocks. And, and those are nice neighborhoods also. Yeah. And those those are the same RVs. They've been there forever. But where are you supposed to put them? Where are you supposed to do, you know? I was having this conversation with... Uh, my girlfriend oh, and uh, got a girlfriend. I was having, and it was like, you know, what is the solution? And the solution is fascism, but that's a very slippery slope. Yes, the solution is fascism, but it gets out of hand right. real the, quick. The cure is worse than the disease, right? In many cases, maybe if we just like, what if we did fascism for a month? Just round them up. Yeah, and, just round them up. And like, whatever we can do yeah. in a month. Process as many as... We, see, if I was a billionaire, yeah, I would I would just... I would throw a billion dollars at it. If I had, you know, 20... Whatever Jeff Bezos has, yeah. like, I would throw a billion dollars yeah. at it. And you just, like, set up a processing unit. You break people up into, like, three levels. Mm-hmm. And the people that can be rehabilitated get, the mo- like, the quickest treatment. The people that need the most help... Uh, you know, the drug addicts, but otherwise functionable, like they're in the middle tier and like, you take care of them. And then you get the third generation or they're criminally insane, the criminally insane, just the unrehabilitatable. Yeah. I don't know what you do with them. Put them on a farm. Maybe you just execute them. I really don't know. Yeah. Like to me, living that life <clears throat> is not better than just dying. Like if you're just like riddled with a broken brain and like 10 years of living on the street and your yeah. body is just torn up. Like, all right, I guess I could put you in a nice room for a while and like give you the things you need. But like, also like why? Like you're not in, like, just put them down, just put them down. And then you get the people who just need, who just had a hard time and just yeah. like need a, like some cash infusion. Just sure. like you get them, get them an apartment, pay for like six months of an apartment. Yeah. Get them hooked up with clothes. Just give them the basic shit they need and like kickstart them back out there. Like maybe even invent a company that they could go work for that. You know, you just put them in work once you pull them off the street, mm-hmm. run it that way. And then the meet people who need 
the drug and medical attention, like, yeah, give them some drug and medical attention, then delegate where they go to. I was thinking I, if I had, I, I put a lot of thought in this, I would, I wouldn't go the traditional red, blue, yellow breakdowns. I would go purple, green, orange. Okay. And so purple would be the top, green would be the middle, and orange would be the bottom. And so... So like Nickelodeon colors. I guess so, yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, or maybe maybe not orange. That's too... You could put them on teams and like make them play Double Dare. Yeah. Except the hazards are actually like lethal. Yeah, well, I mean, the bottom tier, once you've deemed them, you know, unreturnable to society... Yeah. You know, I don't know. Make them fight. Right? Yeah, I think we've talked about having like a gladiatorial competition, and yeah. like the winners are rewarded handsomely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With meth and whatever else they want. Yeah. Just make him a warlord of a small fief. Cut a guy's hand off. Attach a sword to his arm. <clears throat> Jerry sword arm. You know. Jerry sword arm. Jerry sword arm for Congress, twenty forty eight. Yeah. Yeah. He's, but I mean, why not? There's no. There's nobody just doing it. Just like being no. like, hey, I'm just going to throw an obscene amount of money at this and like, let's see what we can do. Oh, all our billionaires just want to go to space instead. <clears throat> yeah, just want to go to space and fuck children. Mm-hmm. Call back. I feel like we're we're definitely seeing the the wealth hoarders openly tell us we're, they're leaving the planet, though. Mm. I think it's just the one. Well, you got Musk. Like the two, you got Musk and Bezos. Yeah, but they're gonna. They got friends, and like they'll be able to like take their buddies up to the space stations and orbit around. It doesn't. It doesn't work with the current technology that we know of. So we need to have like faster than light drive. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about they go up to a space station and just float around. Sure. For. 200 years or 100 years and then come back to earth you think you think they could do that <clears throat> i don't know i don't know i mean i, you know, if I don't like, know if is they that could, enough time i don't to, know like, if they could do it but i think they might think they can so you're talking about more like a wally situation oh yeah where they just get enough people off world and let the robots kind of yeah. fix things and let nature heal a little bit and then they come back and Precisely. All the povs are dead. Precisely. Yeah, you know. You're going to have to get a lot fatter if it's going to be like the movie Wally. Well, they got fat in space. That's true. Fats <laughs> in space, space, space. The year is 2099. Mankind has become a star-faring situ- civilization. But what have they lost? That humanity. <laughs> the waistlines have ballooned. Ah, this is fucking gay. That was a deep Muppets cut. Oh, Pigs in Space? Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess I already did it. What do you mean? I mean, Pigs in Space. Oh, yeah. Fats in Space. I thought that's what you were doing. Yeah, I guess it kind of was. Because it's the same intro. Like, yeah. Pigs in Space. In Space. No one can hear you have a KFC Arby's mukbang. Yeah, we're seeing horrors beyond our comprehension played out. In the yeah, I, I, I can comprehend them pretty well, but but we don't know what they are horrific. We don't know the full extent, and you know whatever they're telling us is just 
not it, there's so much more going on I, I mean i don't think that they could show me a horror that i couldn't comprehend what if it was from beyond the stars oh wow <laughs> or like like with lovecraft it was always like oh wow i saw a big fish now i'm insane if you saw That's a fish wild. if you saw a fish man you would be insane I bet. what Dagon, cthulhu you don't think it would break your brain the if you sacred s- city of riley <laughs> I mean, okay, so so maybe if, like, when was he active? Like, 1920s. 1920s? Yeah. Dude, they didn't have the internet back then. I've seen, like, an old man stick both his hands in his anus and spread it wide. Mm. Goatsy. Goatsy. Yeah, that's worse than a fucking fish man. Uh, <clears throat> do you know that there's a type of gargolina gargoyle it's a church adornment okay uh that is a essentially like a very crude drawing in stone mind you a very crude carving of a woman and a large vagina and she's like pulling the vagina apart and like they would put that on the church to keep bad spirits away okay so As, the bad spirits would just go like fuck the giant vagina and no, stay they, away from the I rest that, of the church. I think that they would see that and that they would just be like, they'd be ah. like, they'd be like ah, gross. Yeah. And so I was, I was, I was like, Let's man, go fuck some some Arabs. They got tight puss. There were probably like, there's probably a bunch of like sculptors in the Middle Ages just sitting around, and be like, all right, gargoyles. We got to scare the spirits. Like, what's scary? Ooh, what if he had a big nose, big claws? What if he was like had a fangs in his mouth and some guy's like what if it was a big wide open pussy but it's just a gross woman yeah. well there's a woman or i've a seen woman. you ever see one of those things i saw one it was scary as hell oh man she was just sitting there pulling it open i was all sorts of hair and flaps and lips just some gay medieval sculptor being grossed out by a pussy i still can't eat roast beef <laughs> i saw my mother washing her vagina oh <laughs> unfurled it and unfurled it once more <laughs> oh it was too terrible the unbraided hanks of hair medieval pussy must have smelled so fucking bad I mean medieval cocks couldn't have been any better does your dick stink no Me- I mean it stinks if I don't wash it I mean maybe I guess some of my friends they might be listening they were talking about how their dick stinks monkey master wash your fucking dick not him it was the main boys and okay well monkey master still wash your dick yeah. like it's just good advice in general yeah but they were talking about how their dick stinks i'm like your dick stink like what are you talking about yeah dude i'm uncircumcised and my dick doesn't stink i uh, yeah yeah like it's not like, i had just gotten back from skating 12 miles yeah around the lake season's open yeah. baby and i came back my my gooch is moist and yeah. they're on the phone talking about how their dick and balls stink. And I like stick my hand in my, yeah. on my, I'm mean, like smelling it. I get a good handful yeah. of my balls and I smell, I'm like neutral. Right. Nothing there. Like your I'm, dick got hard, but it didn't smell bad after and, that. I don't have, yeah. Like my dick does not have a I, bad smell. I think it smell. might be a dietary thing. Like me and you, we, we have fairly clean diets. Yeah. Comparatively. I think if we were eating like uh 7-Eleven Roller Dogs. Sure. Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Sure. Uh, grilled chili cheese quesaritos, mm. you know, then maybe some of that miasma might be a funk. Yeah, I don't know. I, but yeah. I was like, all of your dick stink. What are you talking about? 
They're like, no, come on, your dick fucking stink. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, yeah, may- maybe in Maine they're using maple syrup for soap. Perhaps that's it. Using lobsters, lobsters. They exfoliate got pretty gnarly good. Gnarly yeast infections. Yeah, they need them. Yeesh. Vaginal sourdough. Gross, gross. Wait, wait. I, I think, think that's talking... a thing, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it's yeah. a thing. I've I've seen the yeah fucking Tumblr posts where it's all like leg beards just yeah jerking themselves off over girl power. <laughs> You're like, wow. They like make a fucking. I'll ba- never give birth, but I can give birth to this sourdough. Starter. They make like a bakery in Portland that's all like vaginal yeasted breads from marginalized women. It's the only city it would work in. Fine supply of breast milk I'd cheeses. Like, I would eat breast milk cheese. I, would I wouldn't eat, fuck with vagina sourdough. But I would eat a cheese. Latina sourdough. It probably has a nice picante to it, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think maybe like a like a Polak. Mm. Like yeah. a Polak pussy pierogi. <laughs> Just because I love alliteration. Yeah. That, that's really what does it for me. Gross. Uh, speaking of gross, I would think I was the, telling you about this earlier. Uh, gushers, but with piss. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it would work. Okay. How, like, how would you market them? How would you sell it? Who is piss? Uh, so there would be different flavors, and it would all be like slaves. Oh, okay. So like Chinese Uyghurs uh-huh. definitely get their piss. Um, now, are you making them do labor also? A- like they're making the... Gushers and your they got a catheter hooked up to them, so you're harvesting the pee. Uh, no, I, I don't think a catheter a, a catheter would negatively impact their uh, productivity. Okay, you can just hook it up to the toilet system. They get a lot of water. Well, you know that's that that's kind of a cost effective thing. Ah, they, they'd be making enough piss to do it. Yeah, no, you just hook it up to the toilet. Have it be like one of those uh, waterless toilets. Which, just a trough, maybe. Like a trough, like they have yeah. at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know what airport I'm going to. But no, it just goes right into the gushers with but piss factory. The piss hopper. Yeah, the piss hopper, exactly. And, uh, you know, you filter out any sort of grit and impurities. Sure. And it just goes right into the Kidney gushers. Kidney stones. Kidney stones. Yeah, that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like a blend, a proprietary blend. Each batch would be a little different. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I'm sure you could standardize it and homogenize it in a way, right? To where like all of the piss would just be gathered together and centrifuged and blended. Yeah, but I think maybe do like a like a blueberry piss. Okay. Uh, Refreshing. Special lemonade. Yeah, let's say it's like a blueberry lemonade. Uh, raspberry squirt. Okay. Yeah. Raspberry zinger. Raspberry zinger. Yeah, and you could do one that was just squirt. Because squirt is just piss. Right. And it would just be marketing. And yeah, that one would taste a little bit different. Put a little lemon lime in there. Uh, that one would just be called Gamer Girl. Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's that's the top seller. But no, like, you're, like, slightly pro-piss, right? I'd say more than slightly. Okay, you're pro. Piss is like. I'm selective. Piss is like joining the ranks of choke sex as something that used to be kinky 
that's now just normal. Is that true? Yeah. The Overton window has just like shifted to be like, okay, this is fine. Interesting. Just, just, you know, it's a, it's. What do you think? I, I'm unfamiliar with this shift. I'm also very selective with my yeah. my P play, and yeah. so 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 like I'm not things, I'm not asking everybody things like feet and piss. Those used to be like whoa, that's kinky. Uh huh. But now it's like you know if somebody was like, hey, I have these kinks, like choking and feet and piss would be like low tier kinks. And then something like like e- even ass play, like yeah. Tiller's got this new joke about how like anal is like child's play, yeah. Now and things like I feel like the kinks are getting like less about the acts and more about like some weird perverse psychology. Okay, it's like I want to be dominated, but only in this way. It's like oh, I've got. Uh, a trad mommy dom fetish. And it's like, what do you want me to do? Like, you have to become a method actor in some to do case, these yeah. kinks. Yeah. I think role playing is so stupid in sex. Like, the yeah. idea of role playing is like laughable to me. Yeah. Why don't you go to the gym and role play being a better man? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so, I yeah. can't. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Or, I don't know. Uh, what are your kinks? You just seem like a straight ahead, normal P and V kind of guy. Uh, I know you like big boobs. Big boobs, great. Uh, so I, I remember when I was a uh, was was young mm-hmm. when I was but a lad. Uh, I had a kink. I wanted the woman to be in control. Ooh. Like I wanted to just lay down and let the woman ride me. Okay. And never a fan really. Yeah. You know, I, I, conceptually it sounded really good, but then I got some experience under my belt and realized one, most women are trash at it. Yes. And two, uh, if I wanted to get sex, I needed to be the aggressor. Sure. In the most part. No, not even. I needed to be assertive. You need and to be most, proactive. Yeah. Like, I couldn't lay there and wait for the woman to come to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I wanted. And, and most of the women, they wanted the same thing. They wanted me to take them and fuck them. Right. Not for me to be like, okay, hop on. You know, I've had a small handful of women who were competent okay. to do that. You got to have good quads and glutes for that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, no, like w- women you don't you don't have leverage. Right. Like you're designed to lay back and take it. We're designed to like thrust like pistons. Right. Yeah, that's not super controversial. You never see a zebra a female zebra on top. No. Yeah. It doesn't work. They scissor. Uh but no, you know, it's uh, it's been talked about in the show before. I'm really into uh, tantric sex. Sure. Full body is that orgasm. A, is that a kink? I, I think about it not as really like a kink, but just like super high quality vanilla. Sure, yeah. It's like the Madagascar bourbon vanilla yeah, that, that, of To me, vanilla. that doesn't read as a kink. That just reads yeah. as like... I don't know, optimizing your sex or yeah. something like it. Like to me, that's, I don't know yeah. for it to be in my mind, for it to be a kink, there has to be a touch of 
aren't I naughty to that? Yeah. And there's no, I, I don't feel like that is attached. In my mind, I yeah. don't feel like that is attached so to like, tantric I, sex. So, like, I've got that and, like, I mean, I want to make, like, a woman orgasm so hard that she passes out. Agree. Basically. Same. And that, that, that also, I don't really feel like it's a kink, but just like, oh, let me do vanilla sex yeah. as good as I possibly can. You a missionary guy? Oh yeah, yeah. This is the best. I don't. I don't understand why people. It's because they're bad at sex. Like, are, like if you're bad at sex, then you can't do missionary. Yeah, missionary is the best position. Yeah, I mean, short sure, doggy style is great. Behind is great. Standing behind is where I. I, I don't. Yeah. Really, I don't like on the bed behind because like the angles aren't that yeah, great. The leverage is terrible. But standing, standing dog, behind, yeah. That's if, a dick height bed. That's mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. Just bend him over the bed. Absolutely. It's like you get all the power, yeah. all the leverage is great. But on the bed, doggy, not that great. But missionary, you can hit all the. You can hit all the hits. Hit all the hits. You can do all the everybody's favorites on missionary. Yeah, you got a uh, dancing queen. Yeah, uh, Waterloo. Definitely Waterloo. Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did I say Mamma? I said Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all the Ava songs I know. And there's the only there's like the, that's it. There's like three spots that yeah. you can get. That's, but that's all, all you need. really need. Yeah. I don't know. Missionary, I, I really have never understood why missionary gets such a bad rap in terms of like as a boring position. It, it, it's because like how it, else am I supposed to spit in your mouth and look in your eyes at the same time? Missionary. Yeah. No, like trying to do that from from doggy style. It's like there's a Pruder film. Yeah. It's like you need magic spit. You need magic spit. You need multiple angles. Yeah. Like it's multiple shooters. Uh, and at the end, their whole head is blown open. Like even Kennedy's. doing anal missionary is easier than flipping them on their belly and just pounding them that way like it is easier i think oh so. no it's easier missionary yeah, yeah i think it's easier in missionary yeah and then like you can see their face and you can see if they're like if they're wincing or if they're like oh this is nice mm-hmm. well, like that's because you don't want the wince that's what the female pelvis is made to do is made to open up right and like get fucked and have a baby right and go and be an HR. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jay, uh, not all women have vaginas, okay? Oh, fuck, you're right. Just just thought I'd mention that, you know? Not all women have vaginas. Now in Seattle, all men have vaginas also. A lot of them. Yeah. Oh, man. Got any good shows coming up? You done any good shows? Uh, I haven't done a lot of shows. Let's see. Let me look at my calendar here. Uh, this coming Tuesday, I'm at TCC just for the open mic. Excellent. Excellent. And then I'm doing the Shanghai shout out Rob Conroy and that other guy who's related to that famous cowboy guy. Yep. Yep. Uh, What's his name? Nick Cody. Nick Cody. Shout out Nick Cody. Oh, Iron Eyes Cody. And uh, yeah, doing the Shanghai room for the Tapped Out Showcase. This seems to be the most tame one I've seen. There's not 15 to 20 comics on it. There's just like seven or something. Yeah. The uh, illustrious Shanghai room. When that room hits, it, it can hit. And so hopefully... In the future, every comedy show will be held at the Shanghai Room. It's not a bad room. 
if you know they I'm just going there later tonight. Yeah. What time are you going there? After I leave here, I'll go too. Yeah, you should do it. I'll go too. Yeah. Uh, I got shit I need to do, but I'll go too. There you go. Good um, man. Good man. Yeah. Hey, my go ahead. Yeah. Just oh, my open mic was pretty fucked up. Oh last yeah. Last week. Yeah. I'll change my mind. I'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. So, uh, what do you think about roasting at Mike's? Just like like a non-roast, like a non-roast event. You're just throwing jabs for funsies. So, so, so like, I do a fair amount of roasting. Sure. Like uh, when I'm hosting, or the comic immediately before me. Just like a little quick one liner, you know, not like I've, I've, I've crossed the line a little bit, but just kind of like a, a something fun and fast. I think it's fine as long as it's in my mind, as long as it's got kid gloves on it and you're just yeah. like, ah, you know, what I mean, like, ah, he's a big piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Something or, like that. I also think you should kind of know the person. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. A, a little you should, bit. You should know the person. Well, I did a show at, for motor mouth comedy yeah. and the guy before me, uh, we don't need to go into that, but the guy before me, he, <laughs> d- he, he does this bit where he convinces and I've seen him do it twice. Maybe it was coincidence. I don't know, but he only made women touch him. Uh, but he has women touch him in various places on his body. And then he does poor sound effects after such as like, and like, sure. Just weird sound effects. Yeah. It doesn't get much of a laugh. It was no. not very good and kind of awkward. But uh, so I go on after. Okay. And then I go on after him and I say, uh, hey, this guy, I say his name. We won't say it here. Yeah. But I say, hey, this guy uh, made me touch his dick in the green room. And when I did, it made an old car horn sound. I was like, ah, ooh. And that got a, <laughs> that got a pretty good laugh. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that's good. Or like if something fucked up happened in the set before, like making a joke like that about it will kind of like reset the audience. Because mm-hmm. if the audience is like, "What the fuck just happened?" They're yeah, you know, they're a little traumatized. You know, they're they're thinking about it, and like you saying something about it really gets them on your side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, at my mic, mm-hmm. you know, this comic went up, very beloved comedian yes, in the scene, went up and did, you know, a kind of meaningless set, you know, it wasn't really just one open mic set in a million in a lifetime. Uh-huh. And afterwards, this other comic goes up who doesn't know her, uh... And basically just says, uh, you're a bad comic. And, and not in a funny way. Not in a funny way. And like, hey, I'm giving you this as a legitimate criticism of you. Right. That's what it was. It was something that like, if she really wanted to give it, it should have been done like one-on-one in private and be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm looking out for you. Right. I'm interested in your development as opposed to... Uh, Wow, you're bad. Yeah. You're bad at this. So. And then what happened? Uh, then 
it kind of demanded a response. You know, the person who had been uh, low-key slandered, kind of like yelled at her from she yelled from the crowd a little bit don't you think the appropriate response though would be to hit them back with a better roast and turn the crowd against you know what i mean like yeah that would instead of being like i'm mad that you said blah 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 the better thing should be like yeah and i bet your pussy smells like fried rice or something you know like she'd already gone though yeah that's what i mean like she should have yelled a roast from the audience like if she's going to in my mind like you don't just like get, if you get legitimately mad you've yeah. lost and yeah, yeah. it's your turn to ping pong the insult sure. back and hit it harder and to where they can't serve it back to you yeah like that's how you get a point in my mind she she, she, she was okay she was doing some things like that oh, okay okay uh and criticizing her for well-known social deficiencies Okay. Yeah. Um, and how did the audience take all of this? They were all kind of like stunned a little bit. They were kind of like waiting to see what happened. Okay. You know, and I was also waiting to see what happened. Uh, if there would have been any like physical altercation, I would have stepped in. Oh, sure. Yeah, and like... The staff was like, hey, what the fuck is going on a little bit? I had to do some damage control with them afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, everyone saw it. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people only saw the escalation afterwards and didn't hear what was said initially. Right. As is often the case. Um, so, yeah, you know, you kind of fuck around and find out and nobody is on uh the one person's side the aggressor nobody is nobody is on the side of the person who talked the original shit right i mean some people are how much do you think reputation matters a lot and uh and uh how much do you think it really matters though like is it I don't mean in terms of like, oh, people are siding with each other, mm -hmm. but like what is really true? Like what is the essence of the thing? I'm not sure I understand the question. So like in this situation, the person who talked the original shit is somebody who has like a bad social reputation. Yes. And the person who received the shit talking has a good social reputation. Correct. So people are going to just be more likely to jump on the side of the good person mm. regardless of what happens. Uh, in this instance, I would say that is true. Yeah. It's because it's two women on women. Yeah, it's woman on woman. If this was... And if it was man on man, it would be fine. But if it yeah. was man on woman, yeah. they're going to pick the woman no matter what. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. That would be interesting given who the aggressor in this situation is. If they were, say, yelling at a beloved man, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what would happen. Say that they were yelling at an Emmett Montgomery. Yeah. I think they would be on Emmett's side. Sure. But if they were yelling at a... Adam Tiller. Yeah. I don't know how that would go. 
I don't think as many people would jump in to vehemently defend. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been noticing, maybe this is a hot take, I don't know, Let's but I've been noticing uh, at least 99% of the drama in Seattle comedy is derivative of women. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, if they're just, if you just removed women from Seattle comedy, not saying we should, but if you did, it'd be a pretty peaceful place. If we could have like a red tent, but for comedy. Yeah. Yeah. If they just all they stayed. They can go in there and have their drama. If they just all stayed at the nest. I mean, they kind of do. A lot of. A lot of it is stuff that happens online. Right. And then spills over into reality. And people are so worried about being dragged by certain parties Mm -hmm. that shall remain nameless, but you know, you might know who we're talking about. Uh, They're so worried about being dragged by these people that are meaningless. And I don't know where the fear comes from. Cause it's like, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to go alert the local papers to something. And like, then what a news organization is going to start investigating local scene, comedy drama. No, I could stand outside any club in the city and be like, and people who are trying to go in, just be like, Hey, just so you know, racists, misogynistic, homophobic people talking there. Like you probably don't want, everybody would still go in, be like, Hey, the owner of this club kicked a dog to death. They'd probably still go in Mm. that month. That one might like dogs. People like dogs more. If they're like the owner of this club kicked a homeless man to death. They'd probably be like, eh. They'd be like, sweet. Yeah. Buy more Does tickets. he talk about it on stage? I want to yeah. hear. Just, I, I just don't understand where this fear of reprisal comes from in the scene. And we give so much power to like a handful of people. And people are like, well, what if, what if they say something bad about me online? It's like, who the fuck cares? I mean, who cares? Y- you've experienced real world reprisals. From these things only because of the fear that exists from these people, like it doesn't exist once you leave comedy, like no one outside of comedy gives a fuck, you know what I mean, yeah, but people who are in comedy and want to do comedy or like if they're in music or sports or like anything where it's like you know you're not just doing comedy, there's also like a social game that you're playing, right they can control you only know, if you're but your only, access to stuff only if you that's what i'm saying like we only like that's only a made-up game that we allow to happen for some reason sure but enough people have agreed to play it that and that's the confusing part to me yeah is that like we've agreed to play this game where we give a lot of power and like perceived ability to wield fear like you know I don't even know what the fear is exactly, but just like being talked about negatively and just reputation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's real. That's real. But again, it's, it's, yeah, I guess it is reputation. I guess reputation and, uh, I, I see how, that is kind of counter to your value of how the world should be. Yes. Uh, but it is. 
It is that. And like, if you want access to the spaces, then, you know, you're stuck playing that game. It's just so interesting that everyone agrees to this game. It takes a village. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you need but like it's just a like a whole society to make the game work. But if someone was to say uh I don't care. Yeah, you can be here cuz you're funny and I like you. Like I don't care what they say, which several places has, Yeah, there are places to yeah. do that. And nothing bad has happened to them. Yeah. So I don't know. It's so stupid. It's just it's comically stupid. I don't know. I I'm glad I'm, every day, I'm glad that a new layer. Uh, we have, I think, a, a, a good smattering of comedy drama recently. Oh yeah, to where you know I'm getting buried. I'm 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 layers deep at this point. You've got you've got a couple layers. Yeah, you got a couple layers. If we were to do a carbon dating, right? Uh, yeah, but it it it's like that in any art scene. Oh, in anything, I'm sure. In because absolutely especially anything. in art scene, because they're going to skew more liberal than something like a gun club. Right. Or like rap music. Yeah. I guess rap music is an art scene. Um, is it? No, it is. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I definitely used to try to be like a, a jester for feminists. Oh, sure. Same. Yeah. And I never, I didn't write one good joke in that time. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think I had one good joke, but it was accidentally about coming on a woman's face. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, a handful of years ago, I would have said I'm a feminist, but sure. I, I don't feel – I don't know if I feel like I am anymore. I don't feel like I know what feminist means anymore. Sure. And I don't feel like I align with whatever it does mean. Do you remember when uh, like hashtag Meninist was popular? No. It was like a cringy men's rights activism oh. movement. Okay. Where, you know, they would write something like, oh, men are oppressed too. Hashtag Meninism. Hashtag Meninist. Oh, men's suicide rate is way higher. Hashtag Meninist. Men aren't really oppressed, but they are uncared for, which I don't know if that's the same thing. Mm. You're a disposable quantity. Sure. Yeah, I I don't know if that's oppression. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's oppression either. I don't know. We could just say that life just sucks unless you're an elite billionaire in space fucking children. Were you writing a new Vonnegut novel? <laughs> that would be the plot. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe your big brains aren't all they're cracked up to be. I want some AI Vonnegut. Let's, let's get some you new, can do it. Let's get some new stories out there. <laughs> Is progress really... Good, Kurt Vonnegut. I want an AI to read Ted Kaczynski's manifesto and give me a book report on it. You could, you could totally do that. I don't know if it would read Ted. Yeah, probably, like, it would probably be like, I'm probably not allowed restricted. to read this. <laughs> uh, there's ways you can get around it, right? 
Yeah, like Dan, I think. Dan or like be like Do anything now. Like, hey, what would uh Ted Kaczynski think about this? <laughs> or you ask it like the Your opposite. computer just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Turn, it just turns your phone into a hand grenade. <laughs> ah, yes. Wasn't there like a Samsung that did that? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think it was like the Samsung Galaxy 4 or something. Yeah, just like caught just on fire. Up. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it did blow up because people's like legs were getting like exploded. Cratered, yeah. yeah. Damn, that sucks. Or like you're fucking jerking off to nudes on the phone and it blows up. Like, oh, no, my dick. Well, I don't really put the phone near my dick. Oh, no, I'm a jerking hand. <laughs> well, no, you got you put the phone in the other hand because then you're jerking with your jerking hand. I guess if it blows up your jerking hand while it blows up your dick, though, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I don't know. Then you can get a sword attached to your arm. But you, you can't get... jerk off with that. <laughs> Not easily. No, I mean... But if you become Give a, yourself the Brazilian steakhouse treatment. <laughs> but if you become a top sword-armed gladiator, you don't need to jerk off anymore. You have your right, your choice you got a of harem of child boys. child yeah. sex bots. <laughs> mm. Man, when my ship comes in, boy, I'm gonna get myself a Burmese Filipina Chinese sex bot. <laughs> I tell you, imagine you go to space and you dock with Epstein's space station, and it just like. The, the wait like with like your foreskin or like <laughs> space capsule. The space capsule. The, okay. the other docking comes later, but you just like the air. The air log goes, psh, and you go in, and it's just like a like just a room full of like hairless children robots, just sure. all looking at you, like hi Jay in unison. <laughs> Be like yes, <laughs> awesome, yes, space yes, yes. Great. <laughs> And like Jeffrey Epstein, T one thousand liquid metals out of a pool on the floor, and we yeah. high five. Yeah, and Bill Clinton's there. He's like, "You made it, buddy." Jelaine Maxwell with her gigantic tits. They're really. Have you seen I've, the Jelaine Maxwell swimsuit yeah. pictures? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, it sucks that I'm too old to ride that. <laughs> Man, are they going to bust her? Her trial's done. Man, they oh, let her she go. She got away. She's like house arrest, minimum security. They're like, we can never let what she knows out. <laughs> Pretty much. And like, I don't know if it's like common knowledge, but like. Do you think she feels bad? She's a woman. She has feelings. Mm. She has remorse. I don't, I have no idea. I, I don't think she does. Yeah. I think she's more like bloated dragon than okay. woman. Like her and like her, her, her dad was Jeffrey Epstein's boss when he was alive. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like some big. Uh, he was in the IDF, right? Yeah, he was a Mossad agent. Yeah, and like, I'm sure she was indoctrinated young. And Wait, like, I don't know enough about any of this, but Epstein was in Mossad. He he had ties to Mossad. Okay, which is Israeli secret service. Right. Yeah, and. It was like the CIA of Israel, yeah, right? More yeah. or less. Yeah. And like because they've got Jew powers also. Right. And like I'm thinking that they've been blackmailing our elites for way the longer. Jews. Well, yeah, the Jews. Yeah. And like more like 
So when Israel was made a state, they were surrounded on all sides by hostile forces. Yes. Arabs. Yeah. And, you know, Arabs and Jews, we get along famously well. Um, and we got a bunch – or we uh, – Israel got a bunch of weapons from the United States. Yes. And they waged kind of preemptive strike war on all of the Arab armies and took on like six countries at a time and just used like overwhelming air superiority Mm -hmm. to, you know, cripple those armies and basically write the treaties the way that they wanted them. And I think they took that kind of preemptive strike warfare idea to international blackmail. Sure. And it's like this country isn't going to exist without massive infusions of cash and aid from the United States. So let's start blackmailing them now. Mm -hmm. You know, this probably started in like the 50s and 60s when uh, the military industrial complex basically got sold off to other countries like the Saudis for oil and then these intelligence agencies with blackmail. So seems like a like how would you even blackmail someone before the invention of the camera? You know what I mean? I mean, they had cameras. Well, I know, but I'm saying like how, but before that, like you that, carve their image into a stone tablet. How do you how do you blackmail politicians in the 1840s? Mm. I mean, still with like sex. Yeah, but like how do you prove it? You can't in the same way, but still you could have like uh, illegitimate child. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But even then, how do you even prove then it? it's hard to prove. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why like secret societies used to be a lot more like powerful and widespread because you couldn't fuck with them as easily. Yeah, you couldn't fuck with them as easily. You couldn't sneak into the Bohemian Grove and show a bunch of politicians worshiping Moloch, and then they're just like, eh, "We're just, we're just, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just fun. We're just having a good time. It's just like theater camp for adults. Uh, wait, it doesn't mean anything. That, that's not even Moloch. That's Bale. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, it's the big wheels spinning. But again, like Epstein. Like I guess that's a big one, but like the horrors that are happening that we never hear about are, you know, humongous. I mean, the ones that we hear about are pretty humongous. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, what's going on can't be that much worse than everything that we've already seen. Maybe. So, like, the only thing that would be, like, worse than what we've already seen are, like, cybernetic and, like, genetic modification, transmogrification experiments. Right. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. Uyghur Muslims, basically. Right. To, you know, work out the kinks of genetic engineering and cybernetics. That's got to be going on. That's Oh, that's totally going on. Yeah. But, like... I mean, what wh- what else is there to do? Like, mm, like yeah. what, what 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 else can you do to a human? I mean, all of that was happening in like, you know, the death camps and the Holocaust. You know, uh, was it Mengele? 
Yeah. You know, he was doing all kinds of experiments on people, and he didn't have the tech, but, like... They if did he, advance science. Yeah, if, if he had CRISPR, uh, he would have been doing those things. 100, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So... Yeah, the Chinese government is definitely doing horrendous things with Uyghur Muslims, cybernetics, yeah. and CRISPR. But it's going to be pretty cool on the other side. Likely. Yeah. Likely. Yeah. So... I don't know. What about putting some sort of brain chip in you so like prison doesn't exist anymore but it like they then they just like drop you into vr prison via your brain stem and so it feels like you've been in prison for to 300 years but it's only been 10 minutes yeah that's new like if you got sentenced to like five consecutive lifetimes you could actually serve like 400 years in prison but in 10 minutes yeah yeah and like then you dragon ball z technology and then you come out and you're like ah, ah. <laughs> and it's been like one day in real time yeah you have no mouth but you must scream yeah so like th- that's the next frontier is like designer psychological torture done through a neural implant chip yeah yeah New All right, we found it. We new found, and horrible. We found the last I mean, frontier of there's a deep, man-made horror. There's a Deep Space Nine episode about that that's yeah. pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah. I mean, you know, gnarly in the sense that they put it on network TV, but yeah. like the concept of it is pretty sure. gnarly. Miles O'Brien gets put into some sort of prison situation, and he's just like living in this pit for a while. That sucks. With this other guy who he becomes friends with, and then like they pull him out, and then they'd be like, Miles, you've only been gone for three weeks. And he's like, I live 40 years in there. <laughs> <laughs> then some Ferengi tries to cheat him out of like 10 bucks. Yeah, and he just smashes his head on the bar. It's a lot of head. There's, there's some webcomic, I forget what it's called now, but it's all about Miles O'Brien and how he's like just the working man stiff on there and it's just like some of them are just him in a transporter room just standing there and just like him being i don't know look up miles o'brien web cartoon they're pretty fucking funny i've never seen any deep space nine it's the best iteration in my opinion who was the guy in in next generation Mm. he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't an every episode guy he was kind of like a bit player uh barkley lieutenant barkley yeah barclay yeah he was a fucking that's who I have a Star Trek tattoo Dork. of. It's fucking spaz. Yeah, that's who. It's like they didn't make him a red shirt just so that they could bring him back and shit on him even more. Well, he plays a pretty big role in Voyager, too. Really? Yeah. He comes back. Yeah, in Voyager, he's working in Sector 001, okay. which is San Francisco. Makes and sense. And he's working on... Some sort of like deep space like relay, like like subspace relay or something. Uh-huh. And he starts like communicating with Voyager through his technology or whatever. Yeah. Maybe something but he has a hologram addiction. He's addicted to Yeah, that's right. He's addicted to the holodeck. And so he's got he, that Deanna Troy. Hologram. Oh, so then he right. So then he like creates the he creates what he knows of Voyager in a holodeck and then he mm-hmm. starts like interacting with them via the holodeck, but he somehow gets, maybe he figures out like a, a long distance subspace beaming technology. Maybe get somebody off of Voyager back to earth. He does something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I have the star Trek tattoo 
that it's but it's him getting like choked out by a a face hugger face hugger that's right yeah and then Q who's my favorite uh, is behind shock him shocking because he's you know blending the universes together where sure. Star Trek and aliens combined to where Lieutenant Barclay could get a face hugger because who else would it would be him probably so and you can tell by the hairline that it's Lieutenant Barclay and then it would come out as like a hot female alien and Kirk would fuck it yeah, I think Kirk was dead by that point. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. We're blending universes here. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, no. Yeah, me either. Yeah. All right. Later, nerds.